Show, episode 214, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Michaels. I'm Nick Gunning. I'm having a real hard time with this, like, 200s. You because are. Because I want to say 2014. Yeah. But it's not. It's 214. The year isn't even 2014. I know. I don't know what you're doing. But every, I wanted to say 2013, 2012. Yeah. I, I've I, been here the whole time, and yeah. I've not understood it. I, but it's just 214, 214 or yep. 214. One of the two. Oh, stressful. It is. It's a stressful way to start a century. A little bit. These 2000s. A little bit. I mean, we've been in this century for 20 years, but... Actually, that's true, because you suggested today's podcast. I did. And you were like, yeah, we just did it like last year. I'm like, no, this was years ago. Yeah. And you had a look, and it was like, what, episode 93? Episode 91. So today, as we record, is International Podcast Day. Hi. And so we were talking about some of our favorite podcasts, and we thought, well, let's do it on the show. Let's do it on air. And we'd done this once before. And episode 91. And I thought it was last year, but no, no. I went in and it was 2017, ago. episode 91. So you can find that at soundcloud.com wow. slash all the books. three years ago. Or iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast, yeah. episode 91. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit later today. We've got some Great. news and some uh, bookmarks coming up here. Yeah. Anything for the good of the podcast before you get started? Huh. Uh, I shouldn't have given you. <laughs> I shouldn't have given you this platform. I've been eating a lot more bagels in the morning. Really? Yeah. How's that doing for you? I guess it's good. It's like a quick breakfast. Is it? Uh, do you do cream cheese? Or my, just, you're a butter guy, right? Yeah. Okay. My dog is on a... Sorry, I called you a butter guy. That's okay. My right. beagle is on Apoquil. <laughs> it helps with his skin condition okay. because it stops him from itching. Right. Uh, he's been on it for a while. It's okay. working. But it means he also will not eat it. So okay. I have to basically put it all the way in the back of his mouth I see. every day. So. Did you think of that because beagle sounds like bagel? Yes, but also okay. because one breakfast I almost took an Apoquil by accident. I remember that. I yeah. tossed it right in my mouth and then spit it Your out. Your skin had I mean, a like, sheen that day. <laughs> I guess the, you were glowing. the problem would have been I wouldn't have been so itchy, which would be nice. Yeah. I'm always having to wear these mittens. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, but just, just to keep those hands from scratching. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had an interesting experience over the, over, well, last week it was. Is it um, Apoquil related? No, it's not. Okay. In the morning, I had a meeting of the Directors Advisory Council, which is uh, a group of directors from our system, Southern Library mm-hmm. System, up in Montour Falls, which is a very cool library. Okay. And then in the evening... You I get was, it. You went out. I, I did. Congratulations. I know. <laughs> in the evening, I was doing a thing at the uh, Corning Public Library. Hi. Uh, yeah. And uh, it, what that was, the, the director there, Pauline Emery, was interviewed for a PBS show called Chasing the Dream. Hi, PBS. Uh, which has since aired this past Friday. Ooh. And then uh, I, Pauline, and another director from the system served as a panel afterwards just to take questions, talk about the episode, talk about the uh, um, you know, the services that library are doing and all that. So it was mm-hmm. pretty interesting. It was it was a unique experience. I like doing nice. that. Hey. And we did, yeah. Oh, keep going. No, I was just going to say we did get to talking about the podcast nice. a little bit. You bragged about Mike Nesmith. I did talk about Mike Nesmith. Technically, Polly and the Corning director brought up Mike Nesmith, and I <laughs> had to fill them in. Sure. But uh, yeah, so we got to talking about that. We had some questions afterwards where people seemed interested in the fact that mm-hmm. you know our library is doing a podcast. So if we picked up any new listeners, if you're tuning in after seeing that uh, panel discussion in Corning the other day, welcome. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Hey, do you not? Do you notice that like pet stores don't have ferrets anymore? I, ferrets gross me out. So okay. I'm. I've been. It's been a welcome change. Okay. Welcome change. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Well, you were you kept saying Pauline. Pauline. And I yeah. thought uh, about Paul. Along came Polly, and she, they have a ferret. Along in that came movie. Polly. Okay. Yeah. The oh. Jennifer Aniston Ben Stiller. Movie. I've never seen it. Me either. Is I've it just good? seen the oh, ferret in the trailer. You've just seen the ferret. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned for our commentary on Along Came Polly. No, just kidding. Well, I guess this is uh, I guess Ben Stiller's like the guy here. Okay. Okay. He's <laughs> headed down. 
right, so it's he pretty good. Likes That's coffee. Probably, we know he likes coffee. Probably what it would what you, be like. All right, what do you what do you think he is in this movie? A writer? Oh. Uh, a doctor? Mm. I, no, I think he's like an accountant. An accountant. Probably. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say dentist, maybe. That Boy. seems like a Ben Stiller role. Okay. We are talking more about this movie yeah. than the stars of this movie talked about it while they were filming it. He's a publisher. Ah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's open up the old books. Find out what the bookmarks are. That was the sound it's of very the old good. Book. It was kind of a monster mash. Well, we're getting into it Halloween. Was. <laughs> Halloween season. Yeah. All right. Um, Technically, this should be a. I guess it's it's the thirtieth. Yeah. So next week will be our first yep. spooky we're, we're definitely episode. getting up there. All right. Well, let me tell you some of the things that I've been reading. I read. Okay. No, you don't want no, me to. No, go ahead. It's just while while I was uh, at that day where I was Montour Falls in the morning and Corning at night, I read through the final two volumes of the Amazing Spider-Man Worldwide. So this is a series that I've talked about in the past. Uh, if you go back to our Spider-Man Week episodes. <laughs> Uh, which were quite a few episodes. Yeah, uh, this is right around episode two hundred two. But this one is just an unnumbered episode called "Off the Books Spider-Man Comics," and I talked a lot about my love of the series. That's Spider-Man, because we Spider-Man did a whole worldwide. episode on Spider-Man. Yeah, and realized we didn't talk. About we didn't the talk about the comics. All. Yeah, and we interviewed uh, comic book author Fred Van Lenty as yeah. well. So that was a three-part Spider-Man yeah. episode. But uh, I was talking about how much I loved that series, and I've since finished it. Mm-hmm. So these were fun. Uh, these are volumes eight That's and not nine. Pandering. Well, I mean, the thing is, it like, looks like you had fun making it. Yeah, Dan exactly. Slot. The the Spider-Man Worldwide arc really kind of wrapped huh. up in in volume six or seven, mm-hmm. and so these last ones just kind of felt like weird. Oh, you're still here. We're still doing this, you know. And so mm. they were kind of fun Spider-Man stories. Um, the final one, volume nine, is about Red Goblin, where yeah, the Green yeah. Goblin gets the Carnage symbiote. Yeah, which is fun. I mean, the concept is interesting, but it had nothing really to do with the rest of the series. So mm-hmm. like reading that as the final volume to me was kind of a letdown. I think you could just pick that up by itself and read it right. and it would be fun, but I didn't, I didn't love it. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, that's all right. It always that's makes right. you sad when you don't like a comic book. I read Batman Spider-Man. going sane. Did Batman go sane in this? Just Bat- kidding. Batman did not go sane, but the Joker does. Right. So, um, th- so this is an interesting one. This, this is an older comic and it, Shares a lot of, I feel like, um, the more recent story about... White Knight. White Knight, yeah, about the Joker going sane. Has a lot of the hallmarks that uh, the author here uh, originally kind of mined in this going sane arc, which is pretty interesting. Have you read either of these? I've heard White Knight. I yeah. just downloaded the uh, DC app. I'm going to give it I a seven-day yeah. free trial to nice. read this. Read these issues. Okay. Uh, the, the, it's harder to get these issues. It's been in print, yeah. but the trade hasn't been in print for a while. Yeah. So. Yep. But I think you just got it for the library, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We will, we will have it for the library. That's pretty sweet. So this is pretty good. And we're going to be interviewing this author in the coming weeks. So we're excited oh. about that. Uh, kind of to tie in with the Joker movie. but I didn't know his... that was official. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Snap. yeah. I would have confirmed. Said, yes, I saw a David sweet Tease. tweet about... Uh, Craven's Last Hunt. I yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to say something cool about interviewing him. But I was like, maybe it's not No, official. he's confirmed. He said he's doing it. Nice. Right now he's in Scotland for a convention. So Author of uh, Spider-Man, Craven's Last Hunt, yeah. Batman and going, many, so many, many comics. Yeah. Many, many things. Yeah, if you if you look through his, uh, his Justice League uh, Dark background. in a lot of way. Justice League Dark. He's credited uh, for the story for the animated movie mm-hmm. even. Yep. Yep, so pretty prolific there. So we're going to be talking to him, uh, like I said, in the coming weeks. So yeah. uh, I'd, I'd read a lot of his work before, but I hadn't read Going Sane. So, uh-huh. But I enjoyed it. I think it'll be, I'm interested to see your take on it. I'm interested to talk to him about yeah. it. So those are the graphic novels Going that I read. Going Sane is nice, but I like to go to California. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to You're on fire today. Uh, is fire when you say things that don't really land? N- no. Oh, <laughs> okay, then 
maybe not. Uh, I read Moon of the Crusted Snow. All right, so this is a this is a novel that is set uh, in Canada, and it's um it's, so it's it's a it's a local it's a tribe up there in like the Northwest Territory basically, and they're pretty cut off, pretty isolated. Um, they rely on you know food deliveries and diesel deliveries and all that. They get a power outage, and then longer Murder? longer and longer between mm-hmm. the deliveries come and it's they start to accept that like well maybe the lights are never going to come back on maybe right. we're never going to get another delivery maybe we are just cut off right and that's what the novel's about okay great premise. later adapted uh later ad oh my gosh forget it okay i'm just gonna lie down what were you gonna say was adapted into i'm kind of interested jericho ah <laughs> the, the show jericho the show yeah. jericho jericho which which ran for a season it was canceled mm-hmm. came back for an eight episode season mm-hmm Ended on a cliffhanger again, mm-hmm. was canceled. Mm-hmm. They brought it back as a comic book, which ended on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and was canceled. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm Jericho, mad. everybody. Jericho, yeah. Anyway, Moon of the Crusted Snow. Which wrestler uh, was Jericho? I don't. Chris Jericho. Right. It's just his name. <laughs> I don't really recommend this book. Oh, okay. I loved the premise. Wow. Like the idea of them sort of slowly coming to realize that they're on their own. Right. And trying to figure out how to continue on in a society um the premise is so interesting I, yeah i need starts, to figure that out too man <laughs> i know you do it starts really strong but i just right. i just don't think it sticks to landing i think mm. you just get a little impatient and it never at least for me it never quite i never felt very invested mm. in it in in the in the situation of the characters which is mm-hmm. crazy because i love these kind of survival stories right. so i wish i could give it higher marks but okay um as part of our Hispanic Heritage History Month uh, programming, we're doing our uh, Around the World Book Club, which this around this month we're focusing world, on like Water for Chocolates. Uh, pretty pretty famous book. It's been made into a movie. Uh, uh, pretty popular. Uh, remains popular. It's been out mm-hmm. for a couple of decades. And it was not for me. Oh, boy. I No, I know. I'm two for two. I feel bad about it. And I was kind of invested in it. The basic premise is that a woman, this man and this woman are in love, but uh-huh. he has to marry the the woman's sister oh sure and then you know heartache and deception ensue and again i just was kind of i wasn't really rooting for the characters Mm -hmm. i didn't really wasn't really sympathetic to their plight right it just didn't do it for me and it uh it goes in a direction that i didn't foresee and was not pleased with oh so snap uh, i know kate our children's librarian read it and from our preliminary conversations i think she and i are on the same page so right. we'll see what the rest of the book club yeah. had to say we have an join oh us for that snap alert we do everybody we do oh snap so that book club oh is snap. basically done but we're going to oh be starting snap. on our next oh uh this still is a real oh snap alert still doing that <laughs> yeah uh this book club is winding down our next book club is going to be our halloween pick Ooh. which this year is world war z by max brooks hey, i suggested that i know you did Scary. you're a big fan of this book mm-hmm. well i haven't read it in a long time i liked the movie 2008 but i'm to understand that they're not connected really other than they're so the different concept. yeah okay all right not even the concept because the, the style of the book is just so different oh okay so well what do you know uh, I'm currently reading Legends of the Dark Knight Grim. This is a graphic novel by our author that we're going to be interviewing, mm-hmm. uh, J.M. Damatis. Look how grim Robin looks in this. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Again, this is another one that's not connected, so luckily I had the, the uh, ah. DC app. Uh, speaking of author interviews, I'm also reading Dragonfell by Sarah Perneas, who's going to be on the podcast next well, week. Well, well, well. I know. Look who's come around. I know. After episode, after episode, after episode of a yeah. sexy new book segment, yep. 
I'm bringing books nonstop, and yep. you've just poo-pooed on all of them. Yeah. And here you are now, I Mr. Dragonfell. I know. Well, uh, <laughs> as, as listeners will recall, a few episodes back in episode 211, uh, when we were debuting some of the new books in the collection, Eric brought Dragonfell. Uh-huh. And he brought it up, and there was a picture of a dragon on the cover, and I just instantly fell asleep. <laughs> but then you read, <laughs> but then you started reading it, and I was uh-huh. like, "Well, what happens next? Right. Is the kid dragon touched? What's going on?" <laughs> okay, you know? and so then we we both committed to reading this book, right. and I reached out to the author, and she was like, "Yes, heck yeah, I'd be happy to talk right. about it." So yeah. we're going to be talking to that author as well. So look for that in our next yeah. episode. Remember this, listeners. Next time we do a sexy new book segment. I bring a whole slew of options, and Nick's like, oh, I don't know. Is that what I sound like? That's what you sound like every episode, but I chose that impression specifically for that segment. I need to listen. I need to listen (laughs) back. I'm reading The Warning by James Patterson. Yeah, what's going on with you? Are you okay? You sick? I'm fine. No, I'm fine. (laughs) Uh, This is James Patterson, a robot. You're burning up. (laughs) Uh, This one I'm doing on audiobook. It was uh, was new on Overdrive and Libby. Ah. And again, I like the premise of it. And, you know, I don't mind a a James Patterson to kind of cleanse the palate every once in a while. They're simple, you know, just what you're going to get. This one. Robinson Well is is a uh, young adult author. Really? Yeah. Robinson. Right, Robinson and Wells. He wrote uh, like Feedback and Variant. Oh. Uh, Dark Energy. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's interesting that you say that because actually I keep thinking this really should be a YA book because all the protagonists are teenagers and their relationship is kind of key. It feels very much like a YA. So I guess I guess we see where that uh where that influx of um focus is coming in. But anyway, this is about a small town. I think he might be the brother of Dan Wells? Really? Author of I'm not a serial killer and right. other such things. Interesting. Um this is about a small town, Mount Hope, that gets evacuated after a basically Chernobyl-style uh, event happens. Not quite okay. as severe as Chernobyl, but um, they are fleeing due to... Uh, brother. Brother of Dan Wells. A brother of Dan Wells. Okay. Um, so anyway, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. Okay. And actually, it does feel a little different because of the YA tinge. Right. So, are you going to read um, Variant? Well, maybe if I like this, okay. maybe I will. I think we have a lot of his books, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's it for me, reading-wise. Uh, my wife and I have been catching up on all the CW shows. Mm-hmm. And so we just got to the Crisis on Earth X episodes mm-hmm. of Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and mm-hmm. Supergirl. Not very good. Oh. That crossover was a kind of a letdown. But we also watched the animated movie that kind of spun out of that, Freedom Fighters, The Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, based this on is about Ray Palmer? No, not, not Ray Palmer. Just okay. The Ray, who's right. one of the Freedom Fighters. A very old DC Comics character. Predates DC right. Comics. He, he's one of those. He doesn't have, like, limbs. Just hands, feet, yeah, he's, and yeah, a he's little a, torso. Yeah, yeah he's a, well, he's also a manta ray as well. Oh, so a lot okay. Of, yeah. No, it's pretty good. Pretty good, though. I, I like that a lot better than I liked the crossover. So we were pleasantly surprised. And by Uncle that. Sam is not in this. He's, Uncle Sam is not, but the other Freedom Fighters are. Okay. Thanks for asking. Uncle Sam's powers are dependent on how patriotic the country feels. Yeah. Is that how it works? Is it? Is, Maybe. is that how he gets his like Makes powers sense. in DC? Makes sense. Wait, he's pretty depowered at the moment. Then. Um, I also finished Overcooked Two. Nice. My wife and I have been playing through this game. This is a fun one because, you know, it takes a lot of cooperation, and my son loves to watch it, so it's one we can all mm-hmm. sort of do together. Do we have this in the collection, Overcooked? Not yet. Oh. Well, we should. Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, and if you've been following the All the Books show Twitch page, <laughs> you saw Eric and I play several rounds of the original Overcooked. Overcooked yeah. while we, we were, were hosting it for my, my own Twitch channel. to record another podcast. Yeah. We, uh, we were killing some time playing Overcooked, so... 
Uh, hope you yeah. enjoyed that. We I were playing fun. Overcooked because Steam was down, so we couldn't play Street yeah. Fighter. It was a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Yep. For our Lemony Snicket episode, <laughs> oh, you have but to go back to episode... Do you know what it is? No. Oh, sorry. I'm usually better about it. It was a rough writing. episode. Episode 82. I sure did hate that book. You hated all Lemony Snickets. Just the one book. What, if, what have you read of Lemony Snicket? The f- one book. The first one? Yeah. Bad, bad Beginning? Yeah. And you read one of the picture books, I think. Oh, as yeah. Well. I might have liked the picture That book. had my brother Steve and my sister Christy on yeah. it. Yeah. Christy was the only one who'd seen the uh, the show, the Neil Patrick Harris show. Mm. Have you seen that yet? No. Okay. And you're done with Lemony Snicket. Yes. You, that I would say it. I never started. One and done. <laughs> okay. It's over over before it began. Yep. Anyway, uh, that's it for me, bookmark-wise. Yeah. What have you been up to, Speaking old friend? Of over before it began, yeah. Wolverine died in the comics. In oh, the comics, no. Before he even had a... St- before he was even uh, able to get any Wolverine. popularity, couldn't get any traction. No, Marvel just can't can't package that can't, character. No, I I guess they don't really know how to make him work. What are you gonna do? So, uh, but anyway, I read Wolverines. That's plural, everybody. Yes. So in the comics that I'm in right now, this is 2015. I'm four years behind with all my Marvel X Men reading. Yeah. Uh, he died. Got oh. covered in adamantium. He's an adamantium statue now. I heard that. That's yeah. sad. And uh, all the other Beclawed uh, characters. Beclawed? Yeah, all the I other, like it. All the other like characters it. with claws and Wolverine healing abilities and stuff are like grouped together. Yeah. Trying to get the statue and other stuff. Okay. I don't know. It's not good. I think didn't this really was like a it. weekly series because it's 17 issues, but they're done in like two months. Oh, wow. I, I have not found it to be good at all. Did you ever read the uh, Wolverine Black Cat no. series? I kind of like it. It's just no. called Claws. Yeah. I only read the first one, but I liked it. Oh, this one's not great. I mean, okay. I guess it, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I read, oh, I almost, uh, oh, I started reading X-Force, Ooh, the original X-Force that happened right after times. New Mutants 100 by Rob Liefeld. And, okay. uh, oh, you just stopped talking. Yeah, I, I was trying to remember the name. Okay. Uh, Nikiza is the last name. I don't know. Uh, Fabian Nikiza. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I've, he, read, I've read a lot of his He's stuff. a Marvel workhorse. Sure is. Um, these are, they're fun, I guess. Rob Liefeld only wrote for like s- seven of the issues, and then other people started like taking over. Oh. Some of the art is real bad. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them is like, how how does that person body work that way? The perspective <laughs> is crazy a lot of times. Rob Liefeld, I mean, he can do some cool poses, but after a while, I started laughing because there would be like Cable or this other character called Bridge, okay. and their bodies were huge, yeah, just all muscles and all soldiers. I remember those days. But then there's just a tiny little head, and I'm like, how stupid would this look in real yeah. life? And it's just, but they they were drawing it like it was the coolest thing. I'm like, his head is just disappearing. Yep. He looks like a little, I yep. don't know, it's the opposite of a pop figurine. Yeah. I love uh, pop figurines. Well, think of the opposite. Okay. Anyway, uh, the book's fine. I'm reading it because of my other stuff, but now i got to read Peter David's X Factor if yeah. I really want to get into uh, the... I read some of that. Executioner song. Yeah. And you know what? As Tell a kid, me. I thought the Executioner song had the character, the Executioner. But it doesn't. No, that's strife. misleading. Uh, okay, what else? I watched the movie Downton Abbey. I watched Downton really? Abbey the movie. You watched Downton Abbey the movie? Yeah. Okay. I went to the movies. I saw Downton Abbey. Okay. It just happened on screen. Did you watch the show? No. Okay, so how... But I did, I did often get a recap on a weekly basis from my uh, wife about the show. Though I still that, had to... That to me, uh-huh. like having somebody tell you about a TV show uh-huh. is just as irritating as having somebody tell you about a dream. Wow. You're not invested in it. Yeah. You don't want to hear about it. Okay. I, Sorry, I did, I I did have to, to lean in multiple times during the movie. I'm like, who's this one? 
are they the one who died in the car? Well, I'm sure the people around thought you were very cool. People were having such a good time. Were they were they? laughing. There was a lot of gasping not as people your, did something. Not even your ignorance could bring people Sometimes down. people would do something not polite, and everyone would be like, oh. <gasps> Shall we move into some book news? Yeah, you're going to talk awards, I think. I am going to talk awards, but before I do that, I want to mention that a friend of the show, Wendy Corsi Staub, uh, Mm -hmm. who sat down with us for an interview back at episode 155, her latest book uh, is out right now called Dying Breath. So if you're a fan of Wendy Corsi Staub, check out Dying Breath. It's in bookstores now and in your local library, like the David A. Howe Public Library. We are a local library. Right here, right now. To many people, we're local. All right, Eric, roll it. Was that the awards theme I just rolled? Yes. Sure was. Uh, We want to talk about the 2019 Rita Award winners. So these are uh, the Romance Writers of America Awards. Uh, It highlights the awards of distinction in romance fiction and recognizes outstanding published romance novels and novels. Do they have something akin to MTV's Best Kiss? I they don't they should yeah all right I'm not gonna do them all but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some of the some of the highlights here okay, okay. Uh, romance novella the winner was Bad Blood by M Malone and I oh. don't think it's matches Malone uh, right. the Batman okay. alter ego something yeah. different contemporary romance long form went to Long Shot by Kennedy Ryan mm. young adult romance any guesses I know we have this book oh we do yes um, my so called Bollywood Life oh okay by cool Nisha Sharma won that award. Historical romance went to A Wicked Kind of Husband by Mia Vinci. Romantic suspense. What kind of husband is he? The Wicked Kind. kind. Uh, Romantic suspense winner is Fearless by Elizabeth Dyer. Mm -hmm. Paranormal romance. Do you care care to guess the author here? Is it uh, Briggs? No. Oh. The other one. Another one? Who do you got? Who's the other one? Can you do it? Weir? Weir? Uh, and no, what no. is it? What is it? Uh, paranormal romance winner is Dearest Ivy by J.R. Ward. Ward. And best first book, Lady in Waiting by Marie mm-hmm. Tremaine. And finally, mainstream fiction with a central romance, mm-hmm. How to Keep a Secret by Sarah Morgan. Ooh. So you can find all of those and more at the uh, Rita website which or the uh, www.rwa.org. You can see the full list of finalists and winners there. And we have a great romance collection right yeah. here in the David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah, I All think right. so. We got that sweet book, uh, Some Like It's Scott. Yeah, Some Like It's Scott. Yeah, yeah Joy's. That's a book that uh, followed me, I guess, all the yeah. way from Florida. Yeah. I came, I came back... Uh, I had saw, saw that title. I was like, that's a hilarious it title. It is a funny title. I came back uh, up here, started working here. I was like, there was this book called Some Like a Scott. Yeah. It, 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 the title's so funny. Yeah. And then we went to a thrift store, and there it was. There it was We added there. it. Had to buy it. Checked out. Yeah. And actually, I later ordered another <laughs> book called Some Like It Scott, which uh-huh. was about like Scot- the, the Scotland. The hi- Highlander. Yeah. yeah Scottish Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm... I've, I'm a sucker for these kind of titles, like mm-hmm. all the cozy mysteries, you know? Yeah. Like I once bought a book because it was called Scam Chowder and had a uh, clam chowder on the front. Great, yeah. So, I mean, what are we going to do? Not buy it? That's crazy. Should, yeah. That you is crazy. That, yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's for why the, malls uh, are dying. 2019 Rita Award right there. Yep. All right, bestseller list. The Rita Perlman Romance Award. Rhea. Her oh. name is Rhea. Who am I thinking? R-H-E-A. You thinking of Rita Wilson? Rita Wilson Romance mm-hmm. Award. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks will be playing Rita Wilson in really? that film. He only plays historical figures now, yeah. so I guess that makes sense. All right. 
Oh, we're doing the bestsellers list. I think we you should. You said that out loud, I, I and did then say I acknowledge it. it out loud, but I said didn't it right actually out loud. connect it. All right, the hardcover fiction for best. No, wait, I said that wrong. The best-selling hardcover fiction yeah. for adults. Yeah. There, I got to it. I feel like this one's been here for a while. Yeah, Louise Penny, a better man. Yeah. Is that a song? A better, better man? man? Yeah. Probably. Probably a country song. Oh, I thought it was like a 60s song. Mm. I need a better man. Mm. I would listen to that. It sounds uh, good. Thank you. Number 10 is A Better Man by Louise Penny, the 15th book in the Chief Inspector Gamash series. Gamash, Gamash, Gamash. Okay. That, that's uh, what Gamash's older sister always says. Ah, Gamash, Gamash, Gamash. You think this, they have different last names? They could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, number nine, The Titanic Secret. You know what would be funny? If it's not just about the Titanic, yeah. but the secret's just so big. Yeah. They're like, this is a Titanic Oh, it's a huge secret. secret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Clive Cussler and Jack Dubrule, mm. the 11th book in the Isaac Bell series, Dirk Pick, still alive, hopefully a little less misogynist. So it's the Isaac Bell series, but Dirk Pitt is in it. Yeah. Interesting. He finds a document that brings a mystery from 1911 back to life. Wow. Turns out it was the iceberg all along. I read a really good mystery set on the Titanic. Yeah? I can't remember what it was called. I'll have hmm. to look it up, because I really like that. Uh, was it Sherlock Holmes and the Big Titanic Mystery? No, it was like a a a, a, a mystery writer was on the Titanic, uh-huh. and it was based on like uh, something that was really found on the Titanic, and somebody spun out a whole story about it. Okay, I'll see if I can find it. I'll Is it the you. Hardy Boys on the Titanic? You're gonna have they to both stop. dress like women to get onto the stop. lifeboats. Please stop. I don't know about this, Billy. You need to let it go. I don't know what the names are of the Hardy Boys. Could be the Titanic murders. I don't think so. Uh, that just means really big murders. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> who was the one who said we had a really big show? We got a really big show. Really. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, yeah. Ed Boy, Sullivan's I'd murder. like to apologize to our listeners that I couldn't uh, Number eight, couldn't new this that. week, Red at the Bone by Jacqueline Woodson. The long-lasting decisions young people make are explored through the history of a Brooklyn teenage family. I just read an excellent uh, Jacqueline Woodson children's book okay called the day you begin and it was really nice it was it was about you know being different and trying to fit in and everything my son okay. really liked it uh nice yeah thanks. number seven killer instinct not the super nes game by james patterson and howard ruffin the second book in the instinct series when an act of terror strikes new york dr reinhardt and detective nedham go after a sociopath mm. just say a person at that point i mean they're all everybody's a sociopath these days Number six, The Oracle by Jonathan Kahn. A traveler discovers mysteries hidden behind seven locked doors. So Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the house of seven locked doors. Hey, before we get too far from the Titanic, <laughs> the book that I read and enjoyed yeah. was called The Titanic Murders. Mm-hmm. It was by Max Allen Collins. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, I just read on the DC app his Wild Dog series, mm-hmm. Max Allen Collins' Wild Dog series. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, mis- the Titanic Murders, mm-hmm. great. I really loved it. Wild Dog series, garbage. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think another boat got the distress call from Titanic and was and like, "He just didn't do anything about it." I don't it. think, yeah. Uh, if if film and uh, is to tell us anything, it's that because yeah. that does happen. Yeah. Uh, do you know that a woman who survived on the Titanic did the movie Night to Remember? She was in it. Yeah. Really? She starred in the Titanic movie. Yikes! No, thank you. No. Uh, number four, A Land of Wolves. By Craig Johnson. A whole land of them? Longmire. Mm. Back from Mexico, Sheriff Longmire must deal with a wolf and a killer on the loose. A wolf and a killer. A killer wolf. Yep. So, killer wolf. Wolves are dangerous. Are they? Yeah. Oh. They're never, you can't really domesticate a wolf. They're t- tame is about as far as you can get. Even mm. then, they're ready to slit your throat. Interesting. 
Uh, number three, Where the Crawdad Sings by Delia Owens, a woman who survived alone in the marsh becomes a murder suspect. Still going strong. My wife is going to become a murder suspect if you keep disparaging the book. I'm not, I don't disparage it. I'm just saying. I don't disparage it. I'm going to be it. on the stand having to... to sh- it you is uh, like I said. It is. Uh, I mean, now you've called me out, and I have to explain myself. <laughs> it is like immensely readable. Like you sit down and you just pound through, it and it's mm-hmm. really interesting. It's just one of those ones that mm-hmm. it lacks some refinement. Mm-hmm. And if you're like really going to look at it closely, I think there's also if you like pull a couple of threads, you're mm-hmm. like, what? So that's all. I don't think that affects like how you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I just think like objectively, it has some inherent weakness. Your Honor, I warned him. I'm sorry. And he he kept pushing and. One night, she just borrowed the car, and I never saw either of them again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so scary. Uh, Margaret Atwood is at number two, The Testaments, in the sequel to The Handmaid's yeah, Tale. Yeah, Old yeah. Secrets bring three women together as the Republic of Gilead's theatr- uh, theocratic regime yep. shows signs of decay. I keep seeing theatric. It's a very theatric regime as yep. well. A lot of pageantry yep. in this. Uh, in this is Gilead's. Margaret Atwood's Money, Please. <laughs> Number one, The Institute by Stephen King. Ooh. What? Stephen King. Oh, okay. Children with special talents are abducted and sequestered in an institution where the sinister staff seeks to extract their gifts through harsh methods. I was wondering why I said something about Mr. Sinister from the X-Men last week because I could not remember. It's this. It's because of that sinister staff. He's in there. He looks like a regular person, but every time he moves his bangs a little bit, you see the little red diamond mm-hmm, on his forehead, mm-hmm. and then he brushes his hair back, looks at his clipboard, and is like, oh, I guess uh, I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> I like, I mean, you kind of made Mr. Sinister like Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. It was a little bit. Oh, right. but, then he, but then he pops his head back and is like, Gene Holmes. <laughs> and then he goes away. <laughs> uh, have, we, have we made our final decision on our Stephen King? Eric and I have been reading a Stephen King book together. We started with The Shining. Yeah. And then we went to Dr. Sleep. We started with The Shining with a much bigger reading group than this. We did. I feel yeah. like yeah. <laughs> through proximity, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've had to keep doing this. You have. Yeah, you're right. I'm the remnant. All right, let's do it. So so what was it? It was The Shining. It was Dr. Sleep. Salem's Lot. Was Salem's Lot. Pet uh, Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Well, the one last year was the Chris Walken one. What is that called? Dead Zone. Dead Zone. And now this will be, are we going to do the Institute or are we going to do Christine? I said if I can get a copy of the Institute. Okay. You said I, you think I can. I, yeah, there's, so yeah, there's Maybe we can available. do the Institute. So we're going to lock it in. Yeah. We're doing the Institute. Yeah. All right. We're going to do an upcoming episode on Stephen King's The Institute. Yeah. And I also made a special Halloween playlist on SoundCloud.com slash all the books. So all of our old Halloween episodes oh, that kind of playlist. are like, put right how together. How dare you? No, not. Eric's the king <laughs> of the Halloween playlist. I curated our Halloween episodes yeah. into one We've easy, to, easy to post thing we have. Yeah. We certainly have. So we're going to be reading the Institute. Yeah. Yep. Okay. O- October scares you, doesn't it? Like the whole month? No. You're always like, I'm afraid. No. Oh, okay. No, I don't I don't get why. Like you're... you go to Target and like ghost pops out. Do you no. want to share the story about the ghost terrifying your son? <sighs> yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Thank you for asking. My son, uh, this is about two years ago. Was, was this the, two years ago? Probably. I thought this yeah. just happened. No, you're right. It was last year. It was last Halloween. With the inflatable. Yeah, the big inflatable like balloons. You know, <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm a big ghost. You know, <laughs> he was really freaked out by them, and we keep saying, no, they're just ghosts. They're just they're, they're, they're just, just balloons. They're just balloons. Yeah, you know, they're just balloons of ghosts. You know, it's not a big deal. But we were walking around the store, and he was still just like couldn't get over it. So we were like, let's just go back and look at them, and you'll just you can feel it, and you can see that it's just a big balloon. It's nothing to be scared of. And so we went back, and he was very like. Uh, uh, I was like, just grab it, just touch it. And he was right. like, no. And I was like, here, I'll just shut it off, and you can watch how it just deflates, <laughs> and it's not scary at all. Right. So I shut it off, uh-huh. and the thing with its arms out, instead of just like going collapsing like right. a balloon would, 
it bends at the waist <laughs> and just lurches over him with his arms coming in, just going. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've already committed. We have we set aside money for the therapy that we're gonna have to that's, pay for this because that's wonderful. It was horrific. I mean, the way it all came down, it was really like I was just tormenting a four-year-old child. Not not my finest hour. But this year, he's decided he's not afraid of them anymore. So. Oh, he's 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 come he's come to you he's, and said, "Dad, he's come out." And said, I'm afraid of no ghosts. Not, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. he said. Are you gonna try watching the real Ghostbusters cartoon? That was, the, I mean, it's funny and it's enjoyable. But I remember that one also being a little bit spooky. Really, the Ghostbusters. See, cartoon, I was yeah. not allowed to watch Ghostbusters stuff. So oh, okay. I've, the only Ghostbusters I've seen, and yeah. I know, I know, this is gonna anger you, is the latest one, the Leslie Jones, Melissa McCarthy one. That's all the Ghostbusters. It I've didn't seen. anger me. Yeah. Maybe it did. Uh, so Ghostbusters 1 is coming back to theaters. I know. Let's go see it. Okay. I want to see it. Yeah. Maybe. I'd watch it. Maybe I'll choose it for my Halloween pick this year. We all just go to the theater for a Fathom event. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. All right. But today we're going to be talking about podcasts because it is International Podcast Day. We don't have a podcast theme. International Podcast Day. favorite day of the year. You are... You were on the you got on the ground floor of podcasts. I feel Thanks, like man. you've been listening to podcasts longer than anyone I know. I've been listening to them long enough that how long it took me to start doing podcasts is yeah. kind of embarrassing. It is, yeah. You so. could have been right there. Yeah, yeah. I was in like college. First like podcast you ever listened to? Mm, I don't know because for a while I was just having like download them. Yeah, not like download them on my iPod. Download like individual episodes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe writing excuse writing excuses was like the first one that I started. Just like I downloaded like all hundred episodes and put and, them all. And on is my that iPod. still going? Yeah, I think it's still going. Yeah. Nice. You don't listen to it anymore. Uh, no, I've listened to it for years, uh-huh. but yeah, I I've fallen away. Too good for it now. No, wait. Yeah, I understood. But yeah, that uh. That one, and then a few others beforehand. So it's just. And what year are we talking? When did you get into these? Like 2007, 2008. That's yeah. that's early. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty early, right there. Yeah. So, so you're pretty hip. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, my first, the first podcast I ever listened to was Kevin Smith's uh, Fat Man on Batman. Yeah. Where he did a whole. He used to do this whole run of interviewing comic book Not no artists more. and, and uh, authors, and it was great. It was a. Yeah. I loved that podcast. It was. It the formats changed now. It's mm-hmm. now called Fat Man Beyond, and they just do sort of like nothing pop culture news that they just yeah. kind of chat about. It's useless. Sometimes it's fun. It's not. It's not like appointment listening for me. I was really sad yeah. when I caught up with the current stuff because. Mm-hmm. Um, Denny O'Neill is one of my favorite comic book authors, and he does a great interview with Denny O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so that, that's an excellent. I guess I guess I'm recommending the original run yeah. of uh, Fat Man on Batman because you've, really you've done a good, good job taking up the mantle. Thank you. Interviewing uh, Magan and yeah. uh, Steve Englehart. Steve Englehart. Yeah. yeah. The Magan interview is really fun. If you haven't listened to our Elliot S. Magan uh, interview, that's that's a few episodes back. That's our we were talking about Shazam, but uh, Shazam. But that was uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And actually, um, Elliot has his own podcast, so you can you can take a look at that as well on his website, uh, Magan dot com. Uh, has we, has his podcast yeah. as well. We're we talking he about some of his works specifically sort of today. Today, yeah. we're talking about we're basically doing our, our favorite podcasts at the mm-hmm. moment. So some podcast recommendations. Uh, the ones I picked, I'm like, I hope I didn't talk about this last time. But like you, I f- didn't realize it has been so long yeah. that some of the episodes, some of those podcasts, I don't necessarily listen to yeah. as much anymore. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I just. I hadn't mentioned these ones before. Elliot Magan's podcast I- podcast is Elliot makes stuff mm. up. If you're curious yeah. about that, and the episode is episode 189, Shazam Spotlight with Elliot. F. Shazam, 
Yep. So yeah, Fat Man, Fat Man on Batman was my very first mm-hmm. podcast, and then I branched out quite a lot there. My wife is very into podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, she was she was there before me. So I, some mm-hmm. of the ones we don't have a lot of the same taste, but occasionally right. we'll like kind of overlap with right. the podcast that we do. I don't know what happened. Like right after writing excuses, maybe I I was listening to like the Q and A with Jeff mm-hmm. Goldsmith, which was interviewing. I was just trying to find like fun like stuff about interviews with screenwriters and movies yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. uh and so i i listened to a whole bunch that i just never went back to so but once i got my uh once i got my iphone and i had like an actual yeah, store up. where yeah. i could find podcasts it became much easier because i really was just like looking online and downloading them to my ipod wow so like a pioneer thanks man like the pioneer yeah. days um uh, you probably don't want me to mention this, but if our listeners don't know, what Eric do you think the Dahmer party of a whole podcast pioneering would look like? <laughs> not, not good. It's nothing you'd want to see. Sorry, can I, I can I talk? Can yeah. I talk about your podcast yeah. network? Can I talk now? Eric has a podcast network called the oh, Radio Meanwhile yeah. Network, which has several great podcasts on it. I sure do. So they are uh, three nice things where they take a bad movie and. Try to find three nice things about them. I've been on a couple of these. A couple of them have broken my brain. Uh, some, I kind of realized maybe I sort of like Batman and Robin. You've got Is It Classic, Does It Rock, where you go through uh, discography, album by album. Yep. You finished Cream. You, you finished started Cream. Uh, Led, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, and now you're on to... We're taking a break with Led Zeppelin, break. and now we're talking Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and then we're going back to Zepp. Um well, I, I'm on one of them. We now we used to have Nostalgia Me This on there, mm-hmm. and now Kendra Mickles and I are hosting a Beverly Hills 90210 rewatch podcast yeah. called 9021 Here We Go. Yeah. I love 90210. Kendra's never seen it, and so we're just kind of going through episode yep. by episode. Um, the one that's on my list uh, that, that is one of my appointment podcasts, and not just because you're my friend and your uh. co-host is my wife, but <laughs> it really is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Is this to. true? It is. Wow. It's It's the one that like it comes out and I just download it and move it to the top of the queue. Wow. And it's uh, it's called Previously on X-Men. And they, they go through... Um, so it rotates between you do the movies, you do like a comic book or a creator spotlight, some mm-hmm. author interviews, and then you go through the um, the animated series. Yeah. So you've done Pride of the X-Men, you're working on the classic 90s, mm-hmm. and you've done your uh, the original trilogy. We your finished the original trilogy X-Men of Origins Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really good podcast. If you're an X-Men fan, you got to find all sorts of things that you didn't know. I think if you're not an X-Men fan but are familiar with the movies or have like a vague memory of the characters, mm-hmm. I think that you guys do a good job of like bringing people into like here's what we're talking about and here's what the characters Thanks. are so i think it actually works pretty well if you're like a, a hardcore x-men fan or if you're just kind of like yeah i know the x-men um where do you find that like what's the best way to do that i just subscribe on my podcast app but is that uh yeah it's, it's on itunes it's on spotify it's on youtube uh probably the easiest way but it, for the most part it should be uh, wherever you, you just, get in your podcast search yeah. search it in your what you just use itunes right Myself? Yeah. I use iTunes okay. as my listening. I yeah. use Podcast Addict, and I like it. Okay. Sometimes like I'll it. use SoundCloud if that's where it is. Yeah, I do SoundCloud. Um, I, I don't use Spotify myself too much, but mm-hmm. I mean, Spotify is apparently getting real into the game. Hmm. They're buying up podcasts and everything. Oh, Spotify, I'm I'm for sale. Yeah, contact Eric, RadioMeanwhile.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah, previously on X-Men is funny because it's one of those things where uh, – I just want to talk about X-Men all right, the time. And yeah. I do here. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. But you would think maybe having my own X-Men podcast would right. stop me from talking about it so much here. Yeah. But there's just too much. Yep. So, and I, I did. I just texted Hillary. I was like, hey, you want to do an X-Men podcast? Yeah. 
So we. She so, was funny though. She was like, "What do? We, how do we bring value to the listeners?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I thought because it was X Men podcast. Sounds like her. We did a whole X Men episode of the All the Books show yeah. back when Dark Phoenix came out. That's yeah. episode one ninety. She was on that one. Hillary yeah. and Eric are on this. She get a little taste of previously yeah. on X Men. Uh, with ne- me, with me, gumming. Our up. next uh, recording is a spotlight on Cyclops. I love Cyclops. So, all right, all right. So that's my first pick. It's previously on X Men. That's real nice there of you. Go. What do you got? Uh, all right, my first pick then is, I guess I'll okay. I'll I'll say Sound of Play first. What is this? So I thought I was picking Sound of Play because I thought I had already talked about Kane and Rins last time. But I don't think I did because you mentioned the you told me the which episode. I don't remember. No, I went back and listened to episode ninety one. Yeah. I don't remember you mentioning Kane and Rince. So anyway, Kane and Rince is a podcast and a pod- podcast network about video games. Uh, Kane and Rince they go through they pick a game and they them and their people on the show just like go through mm-hmm. like the game and give it a review with uh, having time pass and everything. So it's not reviewing like yesterday's new release. Mm-hmm. It's interviewing games that have the hype have died down and they're looking is like, is this still worth playing today? It's reviewing them. Yeah. It's reviewing them, but also like in the context of like, maybe it's not worth playing now, but it Mm -hmm. was important then and that kind of uh, stuff. But there's a lot of fun information. It's all, it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, but they have another one uh, called sound of play. Okay. And uh, you know, I like a good video game music. I do. Yeah. So this is basically just a video game music radio show. They bring like 10 tracks. They talk about the tracks. They usually have a guest or a guest on to talk about some tracks. Or maybe they'll have an uh, interview with a composer who will also bring tracks that maybe inspired him. Okay. And uh, it's, it's always good. It, it's funny. I feel like in some ways I'm trying to fall back to traditional radio when I listen to something like this. Mm-hmm. Because it's them talking and then it's the music. Right. And then it's them talking and then yeah. it's the music. But then like, I don't know. I can't... Like then I'm like, oh well now I gotta listen to something with no music. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I really like it. They just you were in the car while it was happening. I was just listening to one where they focused on like hip hop yeah. and video game for music. And I, I thought I, we I, were just listening to the radio. Really? Yeah, I did. There you go. Yeah. Uh I but I found some songs on that one. I was like, oh, I really like this. I wanna find more songs like this. So mainly it was the Street Fighter Three soundtrack. Mm. So I've just been listening to the Street Fighter Three soundtrack wow. As because you of that episode. Sure. But actually they had a composer on for this game called Felseal. And I listened to the music and everything, and then I checked out the game. I was like, I want to play this game. Oh, so nice. And it has that effect as well. So, yeah, sound to play. I mean, had I remembered I didn't talk about Kane and Rince last time, I would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, definitely sound to play. Kane and Rince is one of those, they've been going since like 2011. Oh. So, the list of games that they've covered, I mean, you'd, you'd find plenty nice. to talk about. So, and I don't listen to one until I play the game. Okay. So, there's a whole bunch I haven't listened That's to. That's cool. Well. Yeah. I the o- I mentioned this last time in episode ninety one. The only real music one that I listen to regularly is something about the Beatles, where they they take they just mm, take yeah. little like minuscule parts of Beatle history and just expand. Using it and a dive lot of uh, rock band, right? They do actually, yeah, because the, that was the first time the Masters were really out yes, there. Yes, yeah. So for the rock band game, they like they 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 stripped everything out, and those were suddenly available that you right. could just sit down and listen to like just the drum line or right. just the bass or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talked about that a little. Last I listened time, to Kane and Rince talk about Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Okay, and they mentioned the Rock Band Beatles, and they were talking all about how like yeah, it was great. And suddenly people were like, oh, Ringo's a better drummer than we thought. It's true. It's really <laughs> true because you you kind of always get that. Oh yeah, and Ringo's there too. Yeah. But you know when when you really are are you know mm-hmm. he he pl- just plays it differently. He plays right. it more like a piece of the puzzle rather than just kind of like 
a, a backing thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's, sure. it's it's very integrated to the sound. Right. Um, and so that that podcast highlights that sort of things. The episode that I was listening to right now, um, it goes all over the place. But the episode that I'm on now is they're talking about um, all the uh, Beatles references or. Uh, John and uh, sorry, not John. <laughs> Paul and Ringo uh, uh-huh. appearing on The Simpsons. It's like a Beatles uh, and yeah. Simpsons episode, which is yeah. kind of atypical. Thank you for but the painting. Fun. I hung it on me wall. It's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, but you also listen to Song Exploder. Exploder. I don't listen. To, I don't listen to that one as regularly as okay. I used to. But yeah, yeah. Song Exploder is pretty fun. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. You know, you really taking taking yeah. a uh, um, an album and and just some of the guys some of the people that come on to the show are interesting and like i listened to the postal service episode of song Mm -hmm. exploder yeah and he really like took apart the song and everything but then you have people who who did like the theme song for stranger things like yeah yeah they just wanted a song so we gave it to them and that's the stranger things theme some people are just a bad interview (laughs) that's true uh okay um uh well so i don't know what do you have like uh do you have categories that you listen to because I've got several like interview podcasts. I've got like usually what happens kind of is pop culturey. I've got news. A podcast will fill a niche, okay, and then I will not listen to other podcasts. Oh, really? Covering that. Okay. So like Kane and Rince is a video game podcast that I listen to, but it's different than the other video game podcasts I listen to because the other one they review new stuff as it's happening and news and everything. Okay, but I couldn't listen to like another archived thing, and I couldn't listen to like another video game music one. I don't listen to uh, what did I talk about last year? Like um, I wouldn't listen to another like writing podcast because yeah. I got writing excuses. So it's just it's one of those things. If I have something and it's talking about uh, sci-fi movies, I'm only listening to one sci-fi movie podcast. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You. This won't surprise anyone who knows me, but mine are very regimented. I have like mm-hmm. a playlist that's just yeah. and I just go right through them. Sure. You know. Yeah. So. Did you listen? Who's yours? up next? Yeah, I said I said uh, sound of play. Oh, okay. That All was right. my last one. Well, okay. So I've got a couple of um, I've got a couple of interview ones that I like. I <laughs> I I've grown to really like Michael Rosenbaum's uh, Inside of You uh, podcast, where he mm-hmm. it's I mean that one almost becomes like therapy, you know, right. where they just like really are getting down to it. And some uh-huh. of those interviews have been really fun. I like that one a lot. Um, I think I like Dax Shepard's. I like Justin Long's. Like th- those are all good ones. Uh, I'm going to mention or I'm going to highlight here Alec Baldwin's. Here's the thing. So this you is don't want to mention Conan O'Brien so that he can get some publicity. Conan O'Brien needs a friend on his podcast. Yeah, I do. You know, like, he's actually uh, he's in the forefront. Yeah, of the yeah, podcast. yeah, I know. He's right there, right there. Uh, <laughs> was that Vulture? Was that a Vulture article? I don't know. Some article Esquire? said that. It said no, it wasn't that. Oh. Said that Conan basically was like, yeah. Basically, Conan invented podcasts, and there was yeah. a lot of outrage. How can rightly you so on the community, yeah. it was just like, okay, you yeah. know. But you know, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It actually is a very it's a good. Podcast, it's yeah. a very good podcast. Yeah. Not um, the first of its kind. No, no, about the four. Not even Conan O'Brien's first one. They used to put his old yeah. his monologues on. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway. Um, Alec Baldwin's "Here's the Thing." Here's the thing. Uh, really covers a, a wide variety of guests. You know, mm-hmm. it, it'll um, it'll be you know sometimes it's just movie stars or you know celebrities like that sometimes it'll be like he did one with the with the lead singer from the band yes that was just so interesting wow he'll do you know journalists and some politicians and just people from all walks of life mm-hmm. but he's a just a really good mm-hmm. interviewer can like, i tell you something yeah i i think i have a chip on my shoulder about celebrities doing podcasts do you yeah because they've already got their they've already got their the means yeah. to do anything mm-hmm. and podcasts are like yeah, this very accessible thing that anybody can do it, right. and so now, but it's still like there's still some like cost 
in the way to yeah. prohibit lots of things. But then celebrities like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast now too. It's like, well, good for you. Yeah. You also did. It's complicated. I can't do. It's complicated. <laughs> I think Alec Baldwin would have been happy for you to do. It's complicated. I didn't so see the movie either. Yeah. It. It's, it's just kind of fun. It's frustrating. Um, this is actually on, on, uh, it's, this is on WNYC public radio. So it's a little different, mm-hmm. but you know, it's put out as a podcast right. as well. But I think that's probably my favorite interview podcast, but there mm. are several good ones out there. Okay. Yep. Am I what next? El- yeah, what else you got? Uh, all right. Well, then, keeping in line with the video game talk, like I was, uh, the other podcast that I listen to, the one that stays up to date, is called Filthy Casuals. Mm-hmm. And these are three Australian comedians, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Dasselow, Ben Vernell, and Adam Knox. Uh, that's very funny. Uh, they... They just they talk about like the new releases, so they they tend to keep trying to play what what has come out, um, and uh, maybe cover other topics every now and then. But it's it's a lot of fun. I <laughs> it's a show where they just go on tangents that have nothing to do with video games. A lot of times, we would never. Yeah, we would never, never do that here. Do that. No, no, not at all. But they're they're so funny that like you don't care. So if you know you started in about half an hour, you're like they haven't talked about a single game. It's fine. <laughs> so I, I tend to download their. They do like Bandcamp episodes okay. where you pay a dollar and you get like they do a three or four hour episode on like the entire series of like Naughty Dog games oh, or okay. Mario or Sonic mm-hmm. and stuff um, that I I really enjoy. So there's a, they're just uh, and they're only ever an hour. Okay. Uh, just some news and what they've been playing. So. I really enjoy fun. it. Yeah. Actually, I found Kane and Rince because one of them on Filthy Casuals was listening to it and kept mentioning it. So oh, like, okay. I'll check it out. Interesting. It. Yeah. You Last time we did this, mm-hmm. you were very reluctant to mention any of your Australian, quote, Australian podcasts because they were too dirty. That was probably Filthy Casuals. Okay. Then. Yeah. I just filthy wondered. Casuals and maybe Do Go On mm-hmm. was one. But okay. Do Go On, I, it's not on my list today, but that's a very funny Australian podcast. My wife podcast. likes that podcast. That's, that's my hip, wife's. I'm not hip enough. Yeah, that's Kendra's favorite podcast of all time right yeah. now. And uh, yeah, I think she, she finally convinced uh, your wife Hillary yeah. to listen mm-hmm. to it. And now they're both fans. Yes, they are. So, I, but I was listening to Do Go On first. Good Kendra, for you. Good for I, you. I had her listen to it. Uh, so <laughs> this is one that I've made you listen to a couple of times, uh-huh. and that's the Ron Burgundy podcast. Yeah. So it's Will Ferrell in character as uh, Ron, Ron Burgundy, Burgundy with uh, Carol- Carolina Barlow as his uh, co-host. On is that. she somebody outside of the show? I don't think so. Okay. She's but um so he stays in character right. fully as Ron yeah. Burgundy the whole time, and it seems like it shouldn't work, and yet it yeah. does. It's especially because it's not an interview podcast yeah. traditionally. Right. It's just sometimes they're like, "We're in my garage," and it's haunted. Yeah. And it's like that's that seems dumb, but yeah. it works. Yeah, it totally works. It's the kind of stuff that when i was like first doing stuff on youtube like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't i would have like tried to think of a video like what if we were doing a thing we're in a haunted basement yeah and ron burgundy's just doing i'm like well because will ferrell's so funny yeah so yeah but he yeah it is not traditionally an interview podcast but he does have guests the the poetry month one with peter dinklage is hilarious i just listened to one in this current season well he said um he said kamala harris on Mm -hmm. and i just listened to one that he did with uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin, who's a presidential scholar, she she wrote the book Team of Rivals, which okay. was the main inspiration right. for Daniel Day Lewis Lincoln. Right. Film, uh, outside of Abraham Lincoln himself, I right, guess sure. he would be the main. He's the inspiration of the book through of the filtered movie. through the eyes yeah. of Doris Kearns Goodwin. Behind every good book is a president. Yeah, and what was funny is he threw this thing out about her having a. About how they had this torrid love affair, uh-huh. and Doris Kearns Goodwin was just right on it the right. whole time, just batting it right back about this love affair that she had had with Ron Burgundy, oh and it was goodness. so funny. <laughs> she just was; she kept him on his toes. It was great. So you never know what you're going to expect with that right. one. Uh, it's usually about a half hour, and it's mm-hmm. just—it's so funny. It's yeah. so much fun. So Ron Burgundy's uh, yeah. podcast. 
Very good. Yeah. What else you got? How many more you want to do? I got another I one. I could go on forever, baby. I got another one. You want to do one more? Yeah, I got another one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the other one I have is called The Adventure Zone. This has been going on for a while. In fact, it's even changed. It was The Adventure Zone, and now they're doing other games. But basically, it's uh, three brothers and their dad playing Dungeons & Dragons, and it's very funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. It. I kind of found the start to be a little slow because he had to like explain the rules and everything. The dad has never played... Dun- I'm not sure any of them had ever played Dungeons & Dragons, mm. but it, it just... It kills. Me. I was driving home one time, and there was there was scenes that they were doing, and I was just in tears. I was laughing so hard, <laughs> um, because like the 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 brothers are just so funny. Uh, they just like do these jokes and just stick to them, and it just cracks me up. And there's like, it's it's not a podcast. I think you need to know anything about D and D for. It really is just a comedy podcast. Um, it you know it's almost feels like a scripted podcast but it's all improv because mm-hmm. of you know D. I i've been thinking i'm a little frustrated with myself really these days okay because all my podcasts including this one yes. though i love them all uh-huh. and i love doing them yes i'm not doing anything of my own creative oh, nature I and see. i i kind of have uh, like started to understand why all these like dungeon dragons podcasts are so popular because it is just this vessel for people to do their own creative podcast mm-hmm. uh that's you know not just them talking about uh Whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I could see how that would be a thing. I yeah. mean, it's a different. It's a different experience. I think because even though you're adding original content, you you still are kind of going off of something that has been done by somebody else. Right. So yeah, I could see the appeal of that. Thanks, man. You gonna start a new podcast? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. It's it's not cheap. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, was that your final one then? Yeah. Okay. My final one then is going to be startup. So Startup, st- startup uh, originally hosted by Alex Bloomberg. This is about, you're familiar with the podcast network, Gimlet? Pretty no. popular. They do like Reply All and no. different things. Okay. Well, Gimlet Media, uh, founded by Alex Bloomberg and his, his uh, various business partners. And it starts kind of before Gimlet is a thing. And the podcast really begins with him trying to start a podcast network. Right. And it seems like it should be boring, you know, mm-hmm. like the premise of just trying to work it out, but it is just so like open and naked mm-hmm. and just the experiences as they go. Um, really fascinating. So I, I, I actually started listening to that when that Zach Braff show, Alex Inc came out because yeah. that was kind of based on, I watched the pilot of that you, show that was based on the startup podcast. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, and so I started listening to it and everything. The show's very different and didn't last, mm-hmm. but uh, the podcast is a lot of fun. And after, now they kind of alternate between doing a, a mini season about Gimlet, like the inner workings of the company, and then they'll focus on different uh, companies. So there's a Twitch episode, for example. And mm-hmm. Did you listen to that? You listened to the Twitch Yeah, episode? I listened to the yeah. Twitch episode. So they focus on different businesses and that sort of thing. And it's just all about like entrepreneurship and what it takes to get that kind of thing going, but in a very, um, in very approachable and relatable kind of way. So right. I really enjoy that. That's one that I look forward to pretty regularly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many more. Yeah. How many do you listen to like on the regular? Uh a lot. Yeah, like yeah. 10, 15? No, oh, not that many. Oh, okay. I guess my lot is different than okay. your lot. All right. So well, I was just guessing. No, cuz I still was listen to the Weekly Planet uh-huh. like I had mentioned last time yeah. and I still listen to uh Revolution and do go on like I said in the Q&A. Do you so. listen to any rewatch podcasts? Like watching a show listening to it? Uh, not unless it's something that's being done by the, like those other podcasts. Okay. No, I, that's that's the one genre I have not been able to get into. 
So I've tried. I, Kevin Smith, I think, kind of turned me off to that stuff because he would just sit there and explain everything that's happening mm. in the movie. I'm like, I've we've we've seen the movie, so I can't. Oh, but that's I'm not talking about like a movie commentary. Right. I'm talking about like like one I like is a Star Trek one called Mission right. Log, where they go through every episode mm-hmm. and the movies and everything, and they the, their their shtick is to like summarize the episode and then look at morals, messages, and meanings mm-hmm. and decide like hmm. this is a good episode of Star Trek. Right. Is it a good episode of TV? Does it hold up today? Right. And so there's a lot more discussion. about about like the production mm-hmm. and what went into it, so I like that. But yeah. That's I, I a, yeah, a I, I even feel self conscious when doing rewatch stuff like on previously on X Men uh-huh. or I mean I guess Three Nice Things, but more so like when we're on previous on X Men, we're talking about the movies or cartoons. I'm like really self conscious. I'm like, is this boring? Because mm. I f- I tend to have a hard time listening to rewatches myself. Hmm. So well, I like previously on X Men. So <laughs> like, I don't I don't know what to tell you. And I'm gonna be on Three Nice Things again. So we got to talk about the Street Fighter. We're going to be talking about Street Fighter the movie yeah. and uh, Island of Dr. Island Moreau. Of Dr. And I also Moreau. hate to tell you yeah. this. No, I, you're probably pretty excited. I did sign you up for the Battleship episode. Oh, well, I'm not excited for it, but that's this is probably the weirdest thing in my novel my love of novelizations. That you read Battleship before the movie. I read Battleship yeah. the novelization by Peter David, but I, I have never seen the movie. I have read a a complete rundown of all the lines Rihanna has okay. in Battleship. Is it pretty, good? Yes. Funny? Okay. It's like, booyah. Take that. Here we go. That sounds about all right. right. From what I remember from the novelization, yeah. we pretty much got that. We talk all about novelizations in episode <laughs> 136, everybody. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for our International Podcast Day Those are some podcasts we like. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't stop Couple. listening to us. No, no, no. No, yeah. obviously, push us to the top of the yeah. queue and then try out some of these other, other ones. ones but yeah. Stay with your friends. Yeah. Stay with your friends who love you. Technically, I still got it. No, never mind. I don't know what I was oh, saying. Okay. Well, that was a little dead end there. A little yeah. cul-de-sac into <laughs> yeah. nothing. Uh, library news. Let's see what we've got coming up here. We're wrapped History Week. So first of all, thank you to to the History Group and everybody who uh, came together to make History Week happen. We had a lot of school tours, a lot of people coming through looking at the exhibits. Always uh, always a nice nice to see that happen. So we appreciate all the hard work that went into that. Yeah. Um, I mentioned the book club already. Halloween book club is going to be reading Spooky. World War Z. Yeah. We've got a duo called Nate and Kate coming up Don't in the Don't do the audio book. Don't do the audiobook? For World War Z. Why not? Apparently, it's very abridged. Abridged? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, he, he he spent a lot of time trying to get like celebrities and oh. like, known people so it would be cool. Okay. But uh, a lot of people complain that it's just an abridged. Too like, abridged. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Uh, so we're doing that for, the, for, uh, for our book club. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's basically Christmas book clubs <laughs> pretty much. So I know it's hard I'm to believe. I'm not doing it again. Hard to believe. Yeah, you no, are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I am not reading yes, another you Christmas are. mystery. Yes, you are. Um, so there's that. Uh, I'm directing a play. <laughs> it's going to be down in the auditorium. It's called Write Me a Murder, written by Frederick Knott, who wrote things like Wait Until Dark, which was adapted into a movie with Audrey Hepburn, mm-hmm. and Dial in for Murder, uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock uh, on, on film. So uh, Write Me a Murder is the name of the play. It's going to be in the auditorium the last week of October, sponsored by the Friends of the Library, so no charge. You can come check that out. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. it. What about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're showing Spider-Man. Far From Home, oh. October 4th. Nice. That's this Friday at 4.30 yeah. p.m. for our after-school matinee. Unless Sony and Disney somehow change their mind and they go and, then we can't show they the go movie, and yeah. confiscate all DVDs. All or DVD, I, don't yeah. know what, I don't know how that works. So, uh, yeah, we're showing that movie. Be a good time. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I need to watch it again because I watched it on the 4th of July, and there were so many fireworks that I only heard maybe 20% of you that You saw it driving. I did, yeah. yeah. And seriously, it was like... Yeah. Probably, probably in all seriousness, it was probably like fifty percent of that movie was. I was like, "What? What?" Oh, yeah, so I got to see it again. Yeah. Got to see it again. Uh, 
Uh, maybe I'll come to this. What day is it? When are we showing it? October 4th. October it's a Friday 4th. at 4.30 p.m. 4.30 p.m. Yeah. I got to right. get my own copy. You do? Yeah. yeah, I do too. I actually am behind. I don't have Captain Marvel, Endgame, or the Spider-Man one. I don't have and a- Dark Phoenix. I don't have Aquaman or Dark Phoenix. Is that Phoenix. true? Yeah, I don't have Aquaman. I thought you you loved Aquaman. I did, yeah. I bought Aquaman. I know you did. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? There's, there's only, it has, a movie has to be, uh, like a Marvel DC movie has to be real bad for it not to go into my own like mm-hmm. collection. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Do you own Suicide Squad? No. Do you own Man of Steel? No. Do you own Batman v Superman? No. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for the All the Book Show this week. Thanks for tuning in on International Podcast Day. Check out some of the podcasts we mentioned. And then tune right back in here next time where we're going to be talking to author Sarah Pernias. About Dragonfell. That's right. See you then. (laughs) 